one quarter in the books here from Johnson Haygood Stadium in the only home game for the Bulldogs this fall playing on the new turf here at Johnson Haygood Stadium. And it's EKU leading the Bulldogs 13-7 with the Citadel moving the football. They'll have a second and eight from their own 40 to start the second quarter. A very offensive first quarter between these two. Combining for 15 first downs in 15 minutes, the three touchdowns. And so far through one quarter of play, the Bulldogs averaging over six yards per play. Eastern Kentucky averaging over nine yards per play. That first quarter featured 200. Let me try to do quick math. The quick math never works well on the radio. 255 yards total, I believe it is, between those two teams in the first quarter alone. <clears throat> You're exactly right. Not a whole lot of defense. No. <laughs> if you're an offensive guy, you loved it, besides the fact that we stopped ourselves in that first drive. But now the dogs with the football back. The good thing is they have missed an extra point. And in games that are kind of shaping up like this one's mm-hmm. uh, shaping up, they're going to have to start chasing that point at some point in time. It might give the dogs a chance to create the difference that we need. But uh, we just got to keep pace right now. We have not even come close to stopping them. So we got to keep the thing, same thing going with our offense. I don't know, and, and Lee, you know better than me. I don't know if it's the offensive line or Nwanze himself, but he's been fantastic. Ten carries for 52 yards already. It's been the best day of his career, and we're only a quarter in. Well, we're, we're able to, to move that defensive line a little bit, number one, and the linebackers aren't filling quite as quick, number two. Uh, the defensive line we were playing against last week was just absolutely pinching every one of those gaps, and there was no holes. It was He was running right into people every time. So he's got a little more room to run this week. Yeah, so far. I would say. Yeah. So far, so good for Nwanze. No Clay Harris today. He's still out with the injury. And we'll see if we get any of Logan Brutt or Donnie Brechtel today. But so far, Nwanze with a hold on that B-back position. Second and eight for the Citadel to begin quarter number two. Now traveling left to right across your dial. And Rainey, triple option left side, tosses it to Sessions with some running room up the sideline, crossing midfield. Noble spot him out of bounds at the 49. Stepped out at the 49. It'll be enough for a first down, and Keontae Sessions with the nice run to move the sticks. Well, and a great block on the outside there to, to occupy that cornerback to give Sessions the corner. Picks it all the way up out to the 49-yard line. So first and 10 for the Bulldogs, just shy of midfield. A lot of running room today for the Citadel. Here's Rainey taking the snap, turning, giving to Nwanze. Nwanze is hit by, uh, at the knees. EKU thinks the ball came out. They think they recovered a fumble. And they did. Nwanze, as soon as he got that football, got hit at the knees and squirted the ball out to midfield. Players were diving after it. They're still pulling players off the pile. But it looks like, I think it's Shane Burks. The defensive tackle for Eastern Kentucky who recovered the fumble right at midfield as Nwanze coughed it up. It's exactly what you're not looking for if you're a Citadel fan. Had the offense moving, picked up a couple of first downs, now turn it over right at midfield. Defense got to find a stop right here. That's the fourth lost fumble for the Bulldogs this year. In less than two and a half games, Nwanze coughing it up. There was some pressure in the backfield, and as soon as he received that handoff from Rainey, he was essentially hit below the waist, punching the ball out. So first and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at midfield. We'll see if McKinney takes a shot. Play action from the gun. Steps up, rolls left, fires an off-balance throw towards the end zone. Jump ball. It's deflected a few times, and it's caught as bringing it in for the touchdown is Keon Dixon. With an unbelievable play on the football. And Eastern Kentucky turns the turnover into a touchdown on one play. And they lead it 19-7 with 14-20 left in the first half. Well, so far in this ballgame, I've seen three different plays so far where their receivers have gone up and outmanned our defenders. In every case, they've been in position, but our guys have not been up to the task. That's three big plays by the EKU receivers. Extra point upcoming here to our left. And the kick is up, and it is good. Sailing over the video board and out of Johnson Haygood Stadium. So add the extra point, and Eastern Kentucky now with a 20-7 lead. 14-20 left in the first quarter. And the Bulldogs with the costly turnover, the fumble, leading to the quick score for Eastern Kentucky. Bulldogs minus four in the turnover margin this year. Continuing to struggle in that area. 
Timeout on the field. The Bulldogs will get it right back. Trailing 20-7, to less than a minute into the second quarter. And we pause for this word from your local sponsors all across the Citadel Sports Network. If you know she's the perfect one, let us help you create the perfect ring. At Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, we're your full-service jewelry manufacturer. You see, we eliminate the middleman and create your special ring all on site. And with our free diamond seminar and vast loose diamond selection, you're assured of the right decision while getting the best value. Scatelar, you lover. Scatel's Manufacturing Jewelers, locally owned in Mount Pleasant and Charleston. From the beaches to the far reaches of the low country, when it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Rush to Jones Ford in North Charleston to save on your next newer pre-owned vehicle and trust the family with over 100 years of experience to care for your vehicle at our state-of-the-art service and collision center. When it comes to savings and service, Jones marks the spot. Jones Ford in North Charleston at the corner of Rivers and Remount, just off I-26, exit 211A. Visit us online at jonesford.com. Fourteen twenty to go, first half in Eastern Kentucky. Now leading twenty to seven, and Wanze fumbled it at midfield. And one play later, a fifty-yard touchdown pass. From McKinney to Keon Dixon. And it's the 27 lead for Eastern Kentucky. We heard about their big receivers leading up to this game. Dixon six foot three, Beerman six foot five. And right now those tall receivers just making better plays on the football than the Citadel defensive backs early on, helping EKU build the 13-point lead. Dog's got an answer right here. Nothing but offense, offense, offense so far in this ballgame. Cooper Wallace back deep for this kickoff, back deep to the left of the kicker. There's Jalen Adams already standing in the end zone, deep to the right of the kicker. Here comes the kickoff, left to right, or pardon me, right to left from Wozniak, and he'll skip into the end zone for the third consecutive touchback. So the Citadel will begin at their own 25-yard line, and, well, Lee mentioned it earlier, and it's still true, the Bulldogs really have only stopped themselves today, whether it's from penalties or last possession, a fumble at midfield. They've been able to move the football but they just haven't taken good enough care of it so far. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's kind of what we saw that first week against South Florida, not so much last week, but the dogs got to take care of themselves right now. So first and 10 at their own 25, traveling left to right towards the south end of Johnson Haygood Stadium. Randy under center in the Citadel blue jersey top, takes the snap. He's going to run behind his right tackle, and he is met and driven backwards into the turf by Matthew Jackson. At the 27-yard line, a pickup of two by Rainey Jackson with his team-high 19th tackle of the year already. That was a big hit, too. Almost a, a targeting-type hit, except he hit him right in the middle of his chest, led with the top of his helmet, but just buried Rainey after two yards. So second and eight for the Bulldogs at their own 27. Hayden Hawes starting his 27th straight game at center. And he'll snap this one from the right hash to Rainey. Play action. Rainey back to throw. Stands in the pocket. Fires it up the right hash. Has a man. And he overshoots. Raleigh Webb is intended target. Throwing it to Webb inside the EKU 30. But Webb could not catch up to it. It's an incomplete pass. And it'll be third and eight. Well, we had two guys going up the hash marks. Webb up the right hash mark. And another one going up the left hash mark. That ball kind of thrown right in the middle of the hash marks. And Raleigh Webb not picking it up until it was well away from where he was trying to get down that field. So now a third and eight for the Bulldogs and a big play here. The last thing you want is to respond with a three and out after the quick score for Eastern Kentucky. Last possession to build a two-score lead. Third and eight at their own 27, Rainey under center, and the Bulldogs are seemingly confused. They're going to have to take a timeout. Play clock down to one second. Is it, that play seemed to... Uh, to happen kind of quickly so dogs take that time out much needed too because it's a big play right here third and eight unable to stop them so far your offense has got to answer certainly 1340 to go first half bulldogs with a big third and eight upcoming they take a timeout on the field first and we'll take it with them as we'll pause for this word from your local sponsors across the citadel sports network 
Is your grass just not growing? Charleston's climate can be challenging. Too much heat, too much shade, soil issues, and dogs tearing up your yard. ProGreen customers are switching to turf because they've already tried resodding their lawn two, three, or four more times with no success. They're sick of the effort, of the eyesore, of the mental energy. They just want a nice-looking lawn they don't have to worry about. Start winning your weekends by making the switch to ProGreen Synthetic Turf. Visit ProGreen.com backslash Charleston and schedule a free estimate today. Richards Automotive, 1025 St. Andrews Boulevard, is a great place if you need service on your automobile or truck. Their services include belts, batteries, brakes, engine performance, exhaust, fuel injection, heating and cooling inspections, oil lube and filter changes, steering system, suspension, tires, transmission, and much, much more. Richard is open from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Give him a call at 766-9011. That number again, 766-9011, Richards Automotive. Thirteen forty to go, first half. Eastern Kentucky with a 20-7 lead. And coming out of the first timeout in this first half for the Citadel, a big third and eight upcoming to try to avoid a three and out and keep the drive alive today. The Citadel one for three on third downs as they'll try to keep the football in their possession. Third and eight out of the timeout. Lee, do you put the ball in the air here? If you are the Citadel, they've been able to run it pretty successfully today. I, I don't. I don't. Who knows? I, I don't. I don't think we're going to put it in the air, though. We've been able to to make it happen on the ground so far. I, I think Eastern Kentucky's probably thinking we're going to put it in the air. So we shall find out here momentarily. Three wide receivers for Rainey under the gun. He's going to give a delayed handoff to Wanze with a huge hole between the tackles, and he goes charging for a first down across the forty and up to the forty-three. The Eastern Kentucky defense fooled, and Wanze converts on third and eight. Pick up of 16. No, Luke, I don't think they're going to put it in the air. <laughs> right you are. And Wanze with the uh, great first down scamper on the delayed handoff. And nothing but green turf in front of him. First and 10 for the Bulldogs at their own 43. Rainey under center. Triple option right side. He's going to toss it to White. White gets the numbers at the 40. Makes a man miss. Crossing midfield into EKU territory. And he's bumped out of bounds around the 45-yard line as eventually... Catching up to him was Kenny Terry, just guiding him to the sideline. It's a first down for the Citadel and EKU territory. Nice block out there on the outside. Just barely got the head in front of the defensive back to keep from blocking him in the back. Was able to spring the long run. First and 10 at the Colonels, 45 for the Citadel. Rainey under center, receiver on each side. He'll take the snap, twist, hand off, and Wanze running up the right hash. Plowing through tacklers up to the 37. It's a pickup of eight more for the B-back, and the Bulldogs have a second and two. When dogs can get seven or eight on first down, they're very, very difficult to stop. And Wanze having a big day so far. Ball on the right hash at the EKU 37. Rainey under center, a receiver on each side. Second and two for the Bulldogs. Rainey sends a man in motion. He'll keep it himself, running to the left side behind his left tackle. He picks up a first down, bumping off of defenders inside the 30 and up to the 29. It's a pickup of eight for the quarterback and another Bulldog first down. This is that critical area that where we've been getting stopped pretty much all season, kind of between the 20 and the 40-yard line. So crucial set of downs right here for the Dogs to get it down into the red zone. Bulldogs moving a little quicker here, first and 10 at the EKU 29. Rainey under center, option right side. He'll toss it to Wallace. Wallace gets to the numbers, cuts it upfield inside the red zone, bumps a tackler out of bounds, taking on the hit and bringing it up to about the 12-yard line. Cooper Wallace with a carry of 17. That's the longest run of his career, and it's first and 10 for the Citadel. Looks like they're going to mark that thing down at about the 10-yard line, which would be a 19-yard pickup if Even that's better. the case. Cooper Wallace showing nice speed that time around the right corner. Got an injured Eastern Kentucky defensive player down on the Citadel sideline right around the six-yard line where the play ended. He was in. Uh, he was one of the tacklers, I believe. And he's currently laying on his back being attended to. 
as the Bulldogs will have a first and goal opportunity with 11.43 to go in the first half, trailing 20-7. And the Citadel just running it right down the throats of Eastern Kentucky. That was Wallace's first carry today. It is officially a 19-yard carry. And the Bulldogs with five different rushing attempts today for 12 yards or more already. Dogs with already 168 yards rushing. We got still almost 12 minutes left to play in the first half. First and goal for the Citadel from the 10-yard line, trailing by 13. Play action for Rainey. Lobs to the end zone right side, and he throws it over the head of Chianti Sessions. The A-back incomplete pass, second and 10. Second and goal, rather. A little bit of an unusual call there, I think. I think probably the, the Brent Thompson probably thought he could catch him sleeping right there. You normally would see the dogs try to pound it down there. Brings up second and long. A receiver on each side for Rainey under the, uh, under the uh, center. Three men in the backfield with him. Option left side. Rainey will keep it, moving between his tackle and his guard. And in between the hashes, Rainey roams to the seven-yard line. A pickup of three. He'll be third and goal at the Eastern Kentucky seven. Now, this is a tough call right here. If you're Brent Thompson on the sideline, you're down two scores, third and seven, third and goal from the seven-yard line. Don't throw the ball a whole lot. See what he calls right here. Working from the center of the field for the Bulldogs, third and goal, and Coach Thompson running out onto the field to call a timeout. There were still nine seconds on the play clock, so... I imagine Coach Thompson just did not like what he saw there on third and goal, and the Bulldogs will use their second timeout of the first half. Well, the Bulldogs used the timeout earlier, came out earlier this quarter after the timeout and converted a big play to keep the drive alive. They'll try to convert after this timeout. They'll be third and goal from the seven after this timeout as we pause for this word from your local sponsors. Or pardon me, uh, we pause for this network break all across the Citadel. Sports Network. Hey, this is Credit Card Chris, and I'm the president of SignaPay Southeast. We are the premier credit card processing company located right here in the Lowcountry. We are changing the way how credit card processing is done. Are you tired of paying processing fees? We got you. You need a new credit card terminal? We got you. You need a new point of sale system? We got you. Are you stuck in a contract? We'll pay it. We've helped thousands of businesses all over the Lowcountry, and I know we can help you too. Call SignaPay today and eliminate credit card processing fees. 843-884-6884. That's 884-6884. Bull Dog fans, this is Luke Morrow for the Citadel Brigadier Foundation. If you're already a member, thank you. But if you're an alum, friend, or fan of the Citadel who has yet to join, well, they'd love to talk to you about the benefits of supporting Citadel athletics. Did you know the Citadel Brigadier Foundation is the only way Citadel raises money for athletic scholarships? Membership includes benefits to all sports at the Citadel, but best of all, it's about the student-athletes getting a Citadel education. So give them a call to find out more at 953-5277. That's 953-5277. Big third down play upcoming for the Citadel. It's a third and goal as they trail 20-7 with 10.56 to go in the first half. Coming out of their second timeout, this half to make sure they get the play right. And before we get to the third and goal, let's pause here. Ten seconds for stations to identify themselves coast to coast and worldwide across the Citadel Sports Network. WQNT AM 1450, W271CP 102.1, Charleston, Kirkman Broadcasting Stations. Third and goal at the seven for the Bulldogs, trying to get into the south end zone of Johnson Haygood Stadium. Riley Webb, the lone wide receiver on the field for the Citadel. Rainey up under center, three men in the backfield. Sessions, White, and Nwanze. Rainey takes the snap, third and goal. He's going to move to his right, pushing behind his right guard, grinding towards the end zone. He'll come up a little bit short, and they'll stop Rainey around maybe the two-yard line, setting up a fourth and goal for the Citadel. I think that timeout, they just decided, you know, this is this is four-down territory. That, that play call indicated that, so let's see if the dogs can take advantage here. Need to push it in here from the two-yard line. The Bulldogs are four out of six on fourth down this year. Here's a fourth and goal at the two. Rainey under center, three men in the backfield. One wide receiver left. Rainey 
Takes the snap, fourth and goal. Gets to the perimeter on the left side around his tackle. He dives in. Touchdown, Bulldogs! Fire the cannons, Brandon Rainey with his first rushing touchdown of the year. And the Bulldogs trail 20-13. to The seas just parted around that left side. He saw that new navy blue end zone, dove right into it head first. Nice play, Brandon Rainey. Here comes the extra point for Kittner to our right as the Bulldogs score it on a fourth and goal. Extra point is tacked on, and the Citadel trails 20-14 to with 10-16 to go here in the first half. And Brandon Rainey with the first rushing touchdown of his season. He's got 41 rushing yards today, which gives him more than 2,000 rushing yards in his career becoming the 16th Bulldog with 2,000 rushing yards and just the fifth quarterback to reach the 2,000 mark for his career. Rainey with the rushing touchdown that caps off a scoring drive for the Bulldogs of 11 plays, 75 yards in four minutes and four seconds to make it a one-possession game. Nice drive. Second 75-yard drive that we've had in the ball game. Dogs answer, but now the defense got to find a way to stop this team. Both scoring drives today, yeah, exactly. 11 plays, 40, uh, 11 plays, 75 yards, both taking more than four minutes. Longest drives in terms of yardage this year for the Citadel. And uh, in terms of plays for a drive, second longest behind a 12-play drive in the first game of the season. So the Bulldogs trail now 20-14, to 14, still 10-16 to go in the second quarter. And the offense, when they haven't been committing penalties or turning the football over they have certainly done their part but Lee as you said now it's on the defense that the Bulldogs can't continue to just trade scores here the defense needs to come up with some sort of stop and so far Eastern Kentucky averaging 12 and a half yards per play so far offensively this afternoon well you know if, if you're a, a Bulldog fan you're, you're, you're kind of looking for maybe us to try something a little bit different right now what we're doing is not working I and mean, they're averaging double digits uh, per play, might need to start taking a few more risks, maybe blitzing a couple of guys and and uh, and seeing if we can't disrupt that offensive uh, momentum that Eastern Kentucky's had going the whole game. Eastern Kentucky having uh, scored on all three possessions today. Scoring drives of 64 yards, 77 yards, and 50 yards on just one play the last time they had it. And they'll get it back here leading 20-14 to 14 with 10-16 left in the first half at a socially distanced Johnson Haygood Stadium as we get to look at this brand-new turf for the first time in 2020. Matt Campbell with the football teed up to our left. He'll kick it to the south end to our right. And a dangerous return man is back there in Davion Ross. It's a shorter kick taken around the five, moving up the right hash and speeding across the 20 as Ross collides with a few players at the 26, and he's brought down there. So beginning at their own 26 will be Eastern Kentucky with a first and 10. Parker McKinney heading out onto the field already with three touchdown passes today for Eastern Kentucky as he has completed seven out of eight throws for eight, uh, 118 yards thus far. Well, we really haven't put any pressure on him so far. That's one thing I was talking about, maybe changing some things up, see if we can't get some guys in the backfield and get him a little ruffled. He'll begin in the gun on first and ten with split backs. Arms extended. McKinney takes the snap. He's going to screen it to McGlore, his running back in the left flat, who makes the catch, crosses the 25, and is tackled by Willie Eubanks at the 28. It's a short pickup of two on first and 10. That's a nice play out here on the corner, too. Got his legs cut out from underneath him, able to recover quickly. Only a two-yard pickup. Eastern Kentucky will huddle up. A bit of a muddle huddle. Most of the guys staying at their positions. McKinney gets the play call from the sideline, relays it to the offensive line. Now they head to the football. Second and eight for Eastern Kentucky at their own 28. McKinney in the gun. Two receivers right and left. McKinney with a running back to his left, and we have movement up front and a flag before the ball was snapped. That'll be the first penalty today against Eastern Kentucky. And it'll be on the left tackle, Peyton Collins, playing in his fourth career game, the redshirt freshman from Columbus, Ohio. 
He backs up Eastern Kentucky. First time today they've been behind the sticks. It'll be a second and 13 from their own 23 for the Colonels. And the first time they've gone backwards with anything today. So see if the defense can take advantage of that. An opportunity for the Bulldogs. Two receivers right, one left for McKinney in the gun with split backs beside him. Now he'll send McGlure into motion to the right side. Fake the screen to him. It'll be a quarterback draw for McKinney, who shifts between the hashes across the 25 and takes it up to the 26, the original line of scrimmage. So he gets uh, the negative yardage back, and it sets up a third and 10 for the Colonels. This is the first third down Eastern Kentucky has faced all day. A designed quarterback draw that time, able to get it back to the original line of scrimmage. Huge play here for the Dogs. A chance for the Bulldogs to get off the field for the first time today. McKinney in the gun, two receivers left and right, close to the line of scrimmage. They're close to the, the snapping of the football. McKinney takes the snap, under pressure, ball knocked free, fumble at the 30, the Bulldogs dive on it, and the Citadel with not only a third down stop, but a forced turnover at the 30-yard line as McKinney was stripped, and the Citadel recovers. Well, we did exactly what we talked about that time, Luke. Chris Beverly coming in from that defensive back. Oh, they're going to rule that as an incomplete yeah, pass. Yeah, they are. Oh, I don't goodness. know about that. Wow, there is no replay today. Nope. So that, that was no more of an incomplete pass than flying to the moon. You can tell the few dog fans that are here don't like it. We don't have, we're not in our original, our normal booth today, so we don't even have any replay here. There's no replay official on site today. We don't have a monitor with us, so I can't tell you. We can't get a second look at it, but certainly... In live action when it happened, that didn't look anything like a pass attempt from McKinney. It looked like he got the ball punched out from behind as he was wrapped up in the pocket. And the officials got together after the play and said incomplete pass, fourth down, and so Eastern Kentucky will punt for the first time today. It's still a stop regardless for the Citadel defense, but could have been much more as the punt is hauled in at the 35. Nowhere to go on the return for Dominic Poole, and he's brought down right there at the 35-yard line. That's where the Bulldogs will begin, trailing by six with 8.19 left in the first half after the first punt today for Thomas Cook. 39-yard punt. Dogs take over, though, first and 10. Chance to drive to take the lead here on their own 35-yard line. So that incomplete ruling is the difference of, about 45 yards of field position for the Bulldogs. And we'll have a second look at it because from up here in live time, it looks like just a brutal call from the officials and what should have been a fumble recovery for the Citadel defense first and 10 instead from their own 35 for the Bulldogs Rainey on first and 10 turns put it uh, puts it in the stomach of Nwanze and he'll carry it for five up to the 40 moving behind his left guard he'll be second and five for the Bulldogs nice strong run that time by Nwanze spun got hit glad he held on to the football Second and five for the Citadel at their own 40-yard line. Webb, the lone receiver, split out wide right. Three men in the backfield with Rainey under center. Second and five, goes back to Nwanze. He twirls off of one man and tumbles ahead close to the sticks, moving between the hashes up to the 45. We'll see if he got enough. Otherwise, it'll be third and very short. They'll say he's short. They'll spot the football at the 44, and it's third and a yard for the Citadel. Seven and a half to go in the first half. The Bulldogs down 20 to 14. Webb out wide right on third and one. Rainey under center. Three men in the backfield. Takes the snap. And Rainey bobbling the football as he tried to pitch it to Keith White. And Rainey's going to get dropped at the 40 for a loss of four on the play. And a crucial mistake for the Bulldogs on third down. will make it fourth and five instead as making the tackle was Richards. Had the corner right there. Brandon just mishandled the ball. Couldn't get the pitch out. Good for him that he just grabbed hold of it, went down, and didn't fumble it away, but missed opportunity there for the dogs. First tackle for a loss by Richards this year, and it prompts a punt for the Bulldogs as Matt Campbell gets it away. Inside his own 10, backpedaling and making the catch chest high at the 6 is the returner. For Eastern Kentucky with nowhere to go, surrounded by Bulldogs and just falling down around the six-yard line was Matt Wilcox. Four Citadel defenders in the area, four special teamers for the stop, and Eastern Kentucky backed up after the nice punt from Campbell. 
49-yarder, I believe. I haven't got an official stat on that yet, but absolutely turned it over. Really surprised that he tried to catch that ball back there around the five or six-yard line. That's true. While he was backpedaling, hauled it in anyways instead of hoping it would bounce into the end zone. And for Matt Campbell, of his 17 punts this year, he has put six of them inside the 20, this time inside the 10. Eastern Kentucky begins first and 10 at their own seven. 6.39 until halftime. The Colonels lead 20-14 to 14 with the football. Two receivers both to the right side for McKinney, who's in the gun. Play action, quick throw, left side. It's in, incomplete as McKinney threw it behind his target. He was trying to go to the tight end, Colin Sanchez. And not having a monitor, tough to see on that play, but looked like a dog might have gotten his hands on the football at the point of release, causing the incomplete pass. A rare incompletion from McKinney today. That's just his third. He's 8 out of 11, has as many incompletions as touchdown throws. Second and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at their own 7. Two receivers bolt to the right for McKinney in the gun. Takes the snap. He's going to sweep it left side with Booth, who gets around his tackle. Then he's wrapped up by Willie Eubanks and thrown to the ground for no gain on the play, maybe even a loss. Stretched out towards the left sideline, and Booth halted in his tracks to set up a third and long. There's a lot of beef in on that play right there. 250-pound uh, running back, 230-pound linebacker, and it was a loss of one on the play. So third and 11 for the Colonels as they're backed up to their own six. The Citadel with their first third down stop last possession. They'll try to do it again here. Four defensive linemen for the Bulldogs. McKinney in the gun. Takes the shotgun snap at the one-yard line. Third and 11. Steps up. Throws down the center of the field. High arcing pass. Diving catch attempt. And it could not be hauled in by Matt Wilcox at midfield. An incomplete pass. And the Bulldogs forcing a three and out with Eastern Kentucky backed up. Well, that's a tough call right there for uh, Willie Eubanks having to cover the guy down the right seam. Is there a flag on the play? I believe so, but they were checking with these Citadels. Illegal lineman downfield. They were going to decline that one, though. Bring up another punting situation. And this time from their own end zone for Eastern Kentucky, Thomas Cook with his second punt of the day. Eastern Kentucky's punter was Phil Richards for the last two years. Then Thomas Cook came in, a transfer from Limestone, and he overtook the job, standing in the back of his own end zone, trying to punt this one away. And right at midfield, awaiting the kick is Dominic Poole for the Citadel. There's the snap back. Cook under pressure, gets the punt away as he's knocked down to the turf. Poole comes up to receive the punt at the 41. And he's surrounded quickly, brought down around the 40. Here comes a flag after the tackle. Eastern Kentucky believes it's a flag on the Citadel. 36-yard punt. We'll wait on the call right now. The Bulldogs will begin at Eastern Kentucky's 40. And we'll wait on the penalty to see if they're moving even closer or going in the wrong direction. Long discussion from the officials. And then we'll get the call from today's referee, Bruce Austin, who's been pretty active on the microphone this afternoon, even if you haven't been able to hear it. And it's a legal block in the back against the Citadel. So that will back him up to the other side of midfield. And the Bulldogs still with good field position. They'll put it just on the other side of midfield at the 49 and a half yard line and the Citadel essentially will begin right at midfield with a first and 10 still with good field position after the second consecutive defensive stop five minutes 33 seconds left to play first half love to see us eat all of that and shove this thing in the end zone take the lead into halftime Eastern Kentucky will get it to start the second half so more of the reason for the Bulldogs to hold on to this football until intermission Rainey under center first and 10 at midfield He'll keep it himself, running to the right side with a hole up the numbers into Eastern Kentucky territory, and he backpedals to the 40 right at the first down marker. They'll give it to him, a 10-yard run for Brandon Rainey around the right end, and it's first and 10 for the Citadel at Eastern Kentucky's 40. 
think Brandon thought he was going to get hit after he turned that thing up, turned his back and was backpedaling. If he'd been able to stay forward, he might have busted that one for even further. The Citadel averaging more than six yards per carry today as they have a first and ten at Eastern Kentucky's 40. Rainey under center in the flex bone. They'll run the option to the right side. He's going to toss it. Out to White. White with some space up the right sideline. Tiptoeing across the sideline inside the 30 and bumped out of bounds at the 26. It's a pickup of 14 for Keith White and a first down for the Bulldogs. Good looking play that time. Timing was good on the pitch. Got the lead block out there. Keith took advantage and took his speed. They actually marked it at 25. So a 15-yard run for White. That's his longest run today. And the Bulldogs with six rush plays now, six running plays of 12 yards or more today. First and 10 at the 25. They're going to toss it out to the right side. And this time White with nowhere to go. He's met in the backfield by Quinton Floyd. And White will be dropped at the 27 for a loss of two. Yeah, somebody had to miss a block right there on that tall sweep, that defensive lineman not supposed to be able to get out there that quickly but he was able to knock him for a two-yard loss. Floyd did not play in the last game against West Virginia. But the redshirt junior with the tackle behind the line of scrimmage here to set up a second and 12 for the Bulldogs at the Eastern Kentucky 27. Rainey, triple option. It's going to be a reverse for Raleigh Webb running right to left, getting to the numbers at the 30. Back to the line of scrimmage up the left sideline and dashes out of bounds at the 24. So that play not going for much. Webb picking up three yards, and it'll be a third and nine. That was the play we saw him bust a couple of times against South Florida, but Eastern Kentucky forcing him very deep in the backfield to be able to get the corner and able the defense to recover. Third and nine for the Citadel at Eastern Kentucky's 24, trailing 20-14 to 14 with 3.35 left in the first half on the clock running. And now, as soon as I say that, here comes the whistle to stop the clock and play. I think you got a player down on the far sideline for Eastern Kentucky, and he's not outside of the playing area over there, so I believe that they just called the timeout to give him a chance to get off the, off the field. So an injury timeout for another Eastern Kentucky player who's down on the field. I actually think this is a break for us. The uh, last two times we came out of a timeout, and we've been, been very successful, so hopefully we can do the same thing. It's been very similar situations. We busted the... 16-yard draw play earlier in the half, and then on third and seven a little while ago, obviously made the decision that it was going to be a four-down territory, went option two times in a row to kick it into the end zone. So dogs need to convert right here, third and nine. And I'm curious to see what the Bulldogs would do. I guess maybe it depends on this play, but if this would be four-down territory or if you would try a field goal, which from the current line of scrimmage, it'd be a 41-yard field goal if you don't move it any closer. And you would try to uh, cut the deficit in half, make it a three-point game with a field goal. Well, I, I think it's all going to depend on this play. I think if you get uh, five or six here and you got three or less, I think you're probably going to see the dogs go for it. If we don't, I think you'll probably see the field goal unit come on. So the Bulldogs, two out of six on third down today. We'll head back onto the field after the injury timeout. It's a third and nine at the EKU 24, trailing by six. Rainey in the gun, takes the snap, steps up in the pocket, under pressure. He's wrapped up, and he is slung down around the 23. So give Rainey a yard as he was just trying to make something out of nothing. And it'll be fourth and eight for the Bulldogs. Here comes the field goal unit for a 40-yard field goal try. Don't see Brandon Rainey not start to play under center very often. We've seen it a few times this year. Almost every time has been a, a pass. That time... Got flushed out of the pocket, only able to pick up one. 40-yard field goal to our right from the center of the field. Ball snapped, spot down, kick up to our right, and it is no good as he pushed it right. Colby Kittner missing his third straight kick, the freshman kicker for the Bulldogs. And the Citadel possession coming up empty after they got inside the Colonel's 25-yard line. EKU will take over still with the 20-14 lead, 2.39 left in the first half. They will start at their own 23-yard line. Another missed opportunity there by the Dogs. Kittner so far this year, 
one out of four on field goal tries of 40 yards or more. Go back to those first down plays, had a negative two-yard run on that, that first down that last series, put the dogs behind the chains, unable to overcome it, end up missing the field goal. So now Eastern Kentucky will try to move quickly, score before the half, and try for a two-for-one opportunity as they get it to begin the second half. They're up by six. McKinney in the gun on first and ten, takes the snap, hands to Booth. Booth running between the hashes, crosses the 25. He's wrapped up and brought down at the 26-yard line. Andy Davis in on the gang tackle for the Citadel. It's a pickup of three for Booth. Andy hit him about at the line of scrimmage, but Andy not quite, not nearly as big as Booth. He's able to pull him forward about three yards. So second and seven at their own 26 for Eastern Kentucky. Two receivers left and right for McKinney in the gun. Booth to his right. He'll throw a quick out route on second down. It's caught at the 30. A juke makes a defender miss. And crossing the 35, up the near sideline is Keon Dixon with a first down up to the 36-yard line. Dixon's winning that battle out there right now. That's the second time he's caught it and made our defender miss and turn a short gain into a pretty long gain. First down, Eastern Kentucky. He's now had three catches in all three games so far this year. And we're not even at the half. I'm sure Dixon is not done yet. 100 seconds remain in the first half. It's a first and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at their own 36. They're still not moving at a very fast pace here. But they have all three timeouts in their pocket. In the gun on first and 10 is McKinney. Back to throw. Clean pocket. Steps up. Pumps. Now fires down the center of the field. And he overshoots Dixon in between the hashes at the Citadel, around the Citadel 40-yard line going downfield. But an incomplete pass will be second and 10. Destin Mack was in good position that time, had inside leverage, which forced that high throw. Trying to fit it in there was McKinney. Clock stopped with 125 remaining. Second and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at their own 36, leading 20 to 14 late in the second quarter. Two receivers left and right for McKinney, a running back to his left. Bulldogs defense was not set as the ball was snapped to McKinney. Doesn't matter. He's under pressure anyways, throws it out of bounds to the far side. And McKinney just hoisting that white flag, giving up on the play as he was pressured immediately. And it brings up a third down play. Yeah, defensive line looked a little disheveled right there, but them sort of being standing up and moving around, I think, confused the blocking. They had two guys to get through, almost got to him there. Dewey Green pressuring McKinney and forcing the throw away. Third and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at their own 36. The Bulldogs with defensive stops on both third down plays today. They have come on the last two possessions for the Colonels. Ball we snap from the left hash. McKinney in the gun. Two receivers on each side. Third and ten for the Colonels. McKinney in the pocket and the play blown dead. It just didn't look right from the beginning. There was a false start on Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, it didn't look like they were all on the same page. That's Peyton Collins, the left tackle, with his second false start of the day. The redshirt freshman. And that makes it more challenging for Eastern Kentucky. It'll be third and 15 for EKU now at their own 31-yard line. Still a minute 25 left here in the first half. See how aggressive Eastern Kentucky gets here with a six-point lead. And their ensuing possession to begin the third quarter. McKinney in the gun, two receivers on each side. He'll drop back to throw on third and long. He's under pressure, runs left to get away with it, and he's got a lot of turf in front of him. Up the numbers, crossing midfield with a first down up to the Citadel 43-yard line where eventually he is brought down on the play after a big run. Andy Davis with the tackle, but it's first and 10 for Eastern Kentucky at the Citadel 43. Well, we were in straight man coverage. Everybody had their back turned to the quarterback, and when he broke up field, nobody saw it. And he was able to just have nothing but green grass or green turf in front of him. So a big run for McKinney up to the 43-yard line and converting on third and 15 for Eastern Kentucky. Now that's the longest run this year for McKinney after he had set a season high earlier this game. By that time, he goes for 26 yards. Eastern Kentucky takes their first timeout afterwards. So a minute 16 to go in the first half. Eastern Kentucky with a first and 10 at the Citadel 43, leading 20 to 14 with two timeouts still in their pocket. Got to find a way to keep them off the board right here. Everybody talks about the middle eight in every ball game. The last four minutes of the first half, 
first four minutes of the second half. Eastern Kentucky trying to take advantage of that because they're going to have the football in both of those instances, so dogs got to stand up. First and 10 at the Citadel 43 out of the timeout. McKinney in the gun, three receivers to the left side of the field. That's the short side. One receiver right. The Bulldogs with five men coming after McKinney, who drops back to throw. He's under pressure by Eubanks. Hit as he throws, and McKinney will just throw it away into his own sideline. The Bulldogs are looking for intentional grounding. The sideline can't believe it. Yeah, there it is. He's going to drop it. He, he didn't get outside the tackle box. There was nobody within about 20 yards of the throw. So it's Eastern Kentucky now hurting themselves with penalties here late in the first half. Flag dropped at the Eastern Kentucky 40-yard line. And the Bulldogs finally getting some pressure on Parker McKinney. And what a loss this is. It's a loss of 17. Back to the, the uh, that aforementioned 40-yard line for Eastern Kentucky. So it will be second and 27. The ball will be snapped at their own 40. They need to get to the Citadel 33. McKinney in the gun. Lobs it up the left seam. Has an open man. Jump ball. It's knocked away. Couldn't be caught by Jaquez Jones as Destin Mack was able to catch up to Jones and defend the pass attempt, keeping Jones from making the leaping catch inside the 30. He'll be third and very long. Parrish Gordon back there also. That was another one of those plays. It was a jump ball. Fortunately, we were able to knock that one away. Third and a mile. 102 left in the first half of the clock stop. The Bulldogs down by six. And now on a third and 27, we'll see how aggressive Eastern Kentucky gets here. McKinney in the gun, two receivers left and right. Booth, sidecar right. Bulldogs with four men on the defensive line. McKinney back to throw. Steps up, he's under pressure, rolls to his left, looking downfield, sets, fires, throws it deep down the left sideline, a jump ball inside the 10-yard line, and it's caught. Jackson Bierman with the catch for the Colonels on third and 27, and it sets up first and goal inside the five. That's just so disheartening if you're a Citadel fan. you got two guys back there. That's the fourth time today that their receiver has gone up over our defenders and made the catch. First and goal for Eastern Kentucky. Clock runs, 45 seconds left in the first half. Spread formation for the Colonels. They're going to hand it to Booth, running to the right side behind his tackle. And he's tripped up and brought down around the line of scrimmage. And Eastern Kentucky will take a quick timeout. Their second timeout of the half. Parrish Gordon with a good tackle on Booth. And Eastern Kentucky stops the clock. 35 seconds left in the second quarter. No gain there for Booth, so it'll be second and goal from the four-and-a-half-yard line. Jackson Bierman with a big, big play right there. Of course, he's a big dude. Jackson Bierman coming in at number 17 for them. He is six foot five, 206-pound redshirt junior out of Lexington, Kentucky. He used every bit of that six foot five. High-pointed the football. Came down with it. Man, that just, that's a crushing blow if you're a Citadel fan. You're not kidding. 56-yard reception for Bierman, the longest of his career. And now it's a second and goal for Eastern Kentucky just inside the five-yard line. They have 35 seconds and one timeout to work with, leading 20-14. to 14. And again, Eastern Kentucky will get the football to begin the second half. Makes that conversion that much bigger. On third and 27, it was just a jump ball thrown up inside the five. Here's McKinney in the gun on second and goal. Three receivers out there. Booth with him in the backfield. And a flag on the play. There was a man in motion for Eastern Kentucky. Let's see what the call is here from referee Bruce Austin. Snap infraction on the center, Jarrett Matthews, a freshman. And that backs up Eastern Kentucky, so it'll be second and goal from the 10 now. Gives Eastern Kentucky more room to operate if they're going to try to throw the football. McKinney in the gun, two receivers right. Now they'll send the third one over there in motion. McKinney takes the snap, fires to the back right of the end zone, and he overthrows his target going back to Jackson Bierman. 
Overshot him in the back right corner of the end zone for an incomplete pass. Third and goal now for the Colonels. McKinney trying to take advantage of that six foot five frame again. Just threw it a little bit too high that time. Big play here for the Dogs. 24 seconds left first half. Dogs down by six, 20 to 14. And the Bulldogs needing one more stop here. McKinney in the gun. All three receivers to the right side. Booth in the backfield with McKinney. The Bulldogs with four guys in the defensive line. McKinney, play action, back to throw on third and goal. He's pressured. He rolls right, under pressure again, gets away from a tackler, crosses the line of scrimmage, veers left, and he's tripped up at the five. Destin Mack with the shoestring tackle to potentially save a touchdown as McKinney staggered to the three-yard line. And it'll be fourth and goal at the three. Eastern Kentucky will let this wind down, take a timeout and run one final play, which will most likely be a field goal as Destin Mack just saved some points. Well, amazing that he was able to get out of what he was in back there. Dogs, it looked like about three or four of them had a shot at him, but McKinney able to avoid the tackle, and Destin Mack, as you said, Luke, saving a shoestring tackle there at the three-yard line. So fourth and goal at the three. Eastern Kentucky takes their final timeout with four seconds left, and I imagine they'll go for the field goal try, but we will see how aggressive... First-year head coach Walt Wells is with Eastern Kentucky leading 20-14. to 14. Final play of the first half, and they'll get the ball to start the second half as well. I think you're definitely going to see a field goal here. He, knowing he's getting the ball first in the second half, too, this puts him up two scores. He's just looking to put that three on the board if he possibly can. So here's Alexander Wozniak, who in his career is only two out of five on field goals, but this one will be from just about 21 yards out from the left hash snap spot kick up to our left and it is good 21 yard field goal for Wozniak he put it through the uprights and that's how the first half will come to an end so the Bulldogs hold Eastern Kentucky to three at the end of the first half and EKU will get the football to begin the second half as well now leading 23-14 at the midway point could have been better, could have been worse. Eastern Kentucky converting a third and 27 on that last possession. But Destin Mack with a nice tackle kept the uh, Colonels out of the end zone to limit the damage. And Eastern Kentucky building a nine-point lead with that last second field goal. So 23-14 is the lead as we head to the half. We'll take a break, come back with the Carolina Ford Dealers halftime report where we will get you the scoring summary, all the stats from the first half, and try to catch up with the head coach of the Bulldogs, Coach Brent Thompson, as well, here on the Carolina Ford Dealers Halftime Report when we come back to Johnson Hay Good Stadium right after this word from your local sponsors on the Citadel Sports Network. <laughs> 